Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's Dash Radio show. I'm your host, Dawn Wright DeBronson. Here's my co-host, Mr. Peter Mingles. We are here. We are here. And one of our favorite things that we do here on the Dash is is welcome upcoming artists, musicians, and um, and we like talking about music and the music industry as an entrepreneurial venture because of all of the entrepreneurial ventures out there, it is seriously a very strong uh, strong industry for entrepreneurs and uh, and a highly competitive one. So tonight we are here to welcome the Como Brothers from the Como Brothers Band, and uh, and these guys have a, a pretty cool story to tell. So welcome to both of you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, okay, Peter is the one who is super skilled <laughs> at this, um, but he is the guy oh, who just... can really get everybody talking about their backstory. And you know, we're going to play your music, and I'm looking at all this cool stuff, Hard Rock Cafe, NYC, Hard Rock Rising Finals 2013, and, you know, yeah. all that's super cool. And this is that overnight success, you know, 15 seconds, and now here you are. You didn't struggle. It was all just, like, the silver lining. But we all know that that's not true. So take us, before we hear all of the huge stuff that you're doing right now, to the beginning, how did the Como Brothers begin? Well, we started in, you know, just when we were younger. Our our dad and his brothers you always used to play music. And at the family parties, our uncles would always be playing. And so we always wanted to jam with them. So we just practiced a lot. And eventually we got to jam with them. And um, that was the initial inspiration. And then through high school, we played in various bands and uh we played in a Beatles tribute band actually and Andrew was George and I played John Lennon and uh so that was a little bit through high school but we always we always played throughout our life and we eventually started writing songs and that's where we really got the passion for it nice so you know when when you say as you guys were growing up and um a m- musical family is what we're talking about, yes, yeah, definitely. My dad plays drums, our uncles used to be in bands when they were younger, and uh, we were just you know drawn to it because of that nice and so all right, um there's Matt and there's Andrew, right? Um, what do each of you do musically? Are you both singers? Do you both play instruments as well, and what? Yeah, we both play and sing. Uh, Matt plays the bass in the band, and he sings as well, but he also plays guitar. And uh, and this is Andrew speaking, and I, I play guitar and uh, sing as well, and we both write. That's awesome. So you guys have been writing and playing music together since you were, what, 10, 12? How long has it been? Um, I mean, we've both been playing for a while. I mean, we've been playing since we were in middle school. I mean, writing, um, you know, we've been doing for 
not as long as middle school, probably about high school. And, um, you know, it became a more serious entity probably in 2010 uh, when we made it the Como Brothers Band. So when did it actually become a business for you guys? Because, you know, we're entrepreneurial radio, and, you know, I think that we do our best to dial people in on the business side of the music industry because so many people believe it's all about your talent. And, you know, I know so many musicians who they just, they every single day the work that they do to be able just to do the thing they love, which is um, play their music, um, is is a huge amount. It's like the the ninety percent business and ten percent music reality of a mu- of, of a musician or a band. And so, you know, when did you guys actually realize that you wanted to do this as a business? Have you been in business in the music industry for for a long time, or was it a well, hobby up until recently? We haven't. I mean, once we started seriously, like Andrew said in two thousand and ten, we realized. Being in a band is more than just playing your instrument. It's really being in a business, and it's pretty much owning your own business. And it's a a 24-hour-a-day thing. I mean, you're thinking about it when you sleep, um, the different (laughs) things that you can do. Um, It's a large investment to go into starting a band because everything you make, really, you want to keep advancing. And you have to pay for studio time. You have to book your own gigs and um, schedule, make your schedule, do the website, do all the social media. Um, you know, it's, it's a Get huge Get into the music festivals and, and actually be out there. It's some pretty grueling hours. And I saw that you guys actually uh, ended up um, being one of the Battle of the Bands to perform at the Warp Tour. And, you know, I know what the Warp Tour is like. I mean, that's some pretty grueling hours. Did you guys, did you follow the whole tour, or were you just specifically in, in Nassau for that? It was just in uh, at Nassau. It was just the one oh, okay. show. Um, cool. But, no, it was, it was a long day, though, but it was, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we got to meet a lot of bands and stuff like that, so it was cool. Very cool. So, Peter, take them on a journey, because you are so such the master at this. I love these guys. These guys are really so sorry for that. <laughs> but I, I, full disclosure, I grew up in Lindenhurst. So oh, okay. We used, we used to play Bayshore all the time. So, you know, your parents and the kids on the football team used to kick our butt every single time. <laughs> so, I don't hold that against you, but the reality is, is I've been looking at your stuff, and obviously I feel like I go home when I listen to your music. So really talented guys. Thank Great you. personalities. I mean, just good kids. I, I call you kids because I have a son who's probably around your age as well. So I've I've seen what he's done relative to the stuff that you're working on right now and have a huge level of admiration and respect. So besides sure. the fact that you guys are really talented kids uh, relative to my age, is, um, <laughs> you're also in a competitive environment because, you know, if you can make it in New York, you could probably make it anywhere. So I've heard that somewhere before, Peter. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, I, we've lived it. We've lived it. So yeah. anyway, so the reality is, is that I, I love your music. I was, I've been listening in, and um, you know, my next favorite band relative to is the Como Brothers. So you guys are really good and very, very good at what you do. And I really wish you great levels of success. So you started off with the, um, you started off, you know, by osmosis, if you will. You had a family, and it would be kind of natural for you to be acclimated and, 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 and deal with that sort of stuff. And it was almost like a fish out of water, if you were, if you weren't playing your music. And then you went to college, 
And I was actually able to follow almost everything that you did, like accompany this, and we did this, and we did that. And those were words that I'm familiar with because my children are following music as well. Oh, and, okay. And I have a great level of respect for that because I know how much um, they do things. And my son is a percussionist, so I also realize that how difficult it is because anything that can be tapped on, he's probably tapping on it. So the mindset huh. of the musician is just amazing. <laughs> it's an amazing thing, and it's fun to watch, and it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's really ambitious. And I love the the stuff that you do. But obviously, um, you got started somehow with your first gig. So there's always playful stories. I mean, I hear my son doing the stuff that he talks about on the different shows and all the different personalities. And anything that you do over here in Florida is minimized by what you guys face in New York. So. Tell us a little bit about your, you know, your fun stuff on your first couple of gigs. You know, the funny stories, the things you forgot. You know, did you forget the chords of the picks, or somebody forgot the drumsticks? So <laughs> well, share first with of us all, I just want to, I want to thank you for all the nice things you said too. I mean, we 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 definitely appreciate that, and it's a lot of hard work um, trying to move forward and just continually progress along the line and evolve and. Uh, you know, make your mark in, in what you want to do. So we we thank you for that. And you do a lot of things, and you do a lot of things for free, and you do a lot of things for fun, and you probably have a blast the stuff that you do, and you know all that sort of stuff. And you, you we had a uh, Rachel, uh, uh, I think it's Rachel Fields, Fields. Yep, mm-hmm. who's one of the gals, and she said, you know, she used to work for cheeseburgers a lot, you know, just like for fun and just <laughs> for the practice and things like that. So you probably had your share of, you know, singing for little old ladies in nursing homes and whoever would have an opportunity for you to be able to speak in front of and non-paying gigs and stuff that worked out. So share with, us, share with us that journey of maybe where you're not necessarily with $40 million contracts just yet, but the reality is what does that look like when you first get started? Well, I, could, I can remember our first gig. It was um, We played at a Sweet 16, and I, I think I was 15. And um, it, it was just a cool thing because, you know, we weren't, it's not like we got paid or anything like that, but we just showed up. And I remember it was with a couple kids from our neighborhood, and they were they were pretty scared right before we went on, and they were saying let's let's not do it, let's pack it in. And and my dad was saying I, I just brought all the stuff here, we're definitely not packing it in. So he kind of he kind of pushed us onto the stage pretty much and said let's do this. And I just remember playing Twist and Shout for the Beatles, and it was um, it was a, you know it was a cool experience playing in front of a lot of people. So so you're doing that, and then all of a sudden you get that adrenaline rush. And I don't right, think there's exactly, anything, yeah. there's probably nothing going, like you know? it. You know, you might get numb to it eventually, but the reality is there's nothing like that first one, I'm guessing. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, you know, we probably sounded awful, but it, it was it, it was the rush of actually playing in front of people and people, you know, you, you're you're vibing off of other people and they're vibing off of you, and it was just it's something that you can't you can't get. You know what I mean? You can't buy that. Yep. Yep. So, now who's this one? I, I'm trying to get familiar with your voices. Is that Andrew or Matt? Oh, uh, that's Andrew. Okay, Andrew. Okay, so Matt, what was your fir- was your first time with your brother? My first gig, I opened for my brother. Oh my God. <laughs> Because he was in different bands in high school, and I started a little bit after him, and I I had to practice, um, you know, really practice and dig in um, to catch up because I started a little bit after him. So by the time I was catching up um, in the band wise, I had my own friends and you know we we were playing in a a church basement actually where um they were holding this fundraiser for the for the church or whatever and uh you know there was a bunch of different bands and i 
Andrew's band was leading off for our cousin's band, and I got this ragtag group of kids together to lead off for him because I wanted my first gig. Um, I wanted to kind of show off in front of everyone, and you know, it was a lot of fun. It was everyone was like, "Wow, he doesn't just stay on the root note; he he moves around on the bass." But you know, obviously, we all found it awful, but. Um, <laughs> It it was fun, you know, it was just fun to get up on stage. And that's where it all began, where we were just having fun getting up there. And it's, you know, obviously we didn't want to sound bad. We didn't think we sound bad, but looking back on some tapes, obviously we did. But that's not even the point when you first start. It's just you more, started. you know, getting the drive to play. That's it, you got started. So, Don, we're going to spin one of the records. Which one of We are, the and it's called, it's called Bad Karma. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Jenny works and she's always alone She's never scared, you can tell by her tone She won't back down for free I hear the crackdown lurking in her apathy There goes the clock, can you hear the Here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. 
Then hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to The Dash. And tonight we've got the Como Brothers, and that was their song Bad Karma. And uh, if you guys would like to go ahead and show them some love, get on over to ComoBrothersBand.com. That's www.com. Brothers, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S, band, B-A-N-D dot com. And I'm sure you guys have a Facebook page for your social, right? Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, Facebook.com and then just slash the name. But uh, if everyone just Googles the Como Brothers Band, they'll find all of our sites. Very cool. And we will have a full Dash radio article. We do a write-up on everything that we've talked about. We highlight the bullet points and... Uh, we lead everybody to all of your assets and resources, so they'll be able to go ahead and, and listen to the shows, share it with their friends, and get all of this stuff out there for you. And that's that's what we pride ourselves in is is people who show, share the love on the entrepreneurial circuit. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks. So, so Peter, I'm all over this one. These guys are great. Yeah. I mean, just here, <laughs> where I mean, should we go next? We gotta, we're going to change the way we do our show. Do you have Axel spin our stuff first and then finish off with the band? Because it was a letdown here and our stuff after here and theirs. So okay. for Axel, so Axel, tell him to do it out of order. I mean, you just listen to their music. <laughs> I don't know so if he can on this show, but we'll, we'll if okay, he can. Okay, well, we got to figure it out because these guys are awesome. I mean, you hear the great vocals. Unbelievable guitar solos in the middle. I mean, Don, when was the last time you heard that on the radio? And these guys could be playing anywhere else. I mean, just really fantastic stuff. You know, move over Bon Jovi as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I, I got to tell you guys, I got to Don't I tell our mom this. that. Okay. She loves Bon Jovi. I know. Her. Well, and you I've just, been to like you, eight Bon Jovi concerts. You just followed Danny Seraphine from Chicago and the California <laughs> Transit Authority. He was the last musician on here. So although we do have some up-and-coming artists, we also are getting some really amazing old-school, top-of-the-heap kind of guys, too. And um, you're in some really strong Dash company. We're starting to attract even better musicians every time we turn around, Pete. It's yeah, amazing these guys, to me. Yeah, these 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 young gentlemen are going places for sure. All they, they have are. to do is make sure they do the right thing. So we, you know, playing around with Bon Jovi. My brother's um, wife is probably the biggest Bon Jovi fan next to the, you know, whatever. She stalks radio <laughs> stations. I'm going to tell you your future if it's okay for you, Coma Brothers guys. Um, she literally <laughs> she literally stalks Bon Jovi as if she's a stalker. She would leave my brother in a second as a result of Bon Jovi, and you guys, in my humble opinion, would blow them away. I mean, so what? They got one or two songs. You guys have, <laughs> you guys already have a great song already. So I'm looking forward to hearing some really great things from you. Great style, hard work. I'm sure it doesn't happen, you know, by itself. Talk to us about. All right, so you decided, like, okay, I'm not going to go to, you know, further on to college. I'm going to be a musician. And what does that really mean? You're in a competitive workforce in a competitive arena. A lot of people, there's a lot of competition. There's lots of talented people out there. You know, every do, everybody's doing a cover, if you will, on a YouTube album. So how do you separate yourself, or what do you do to get your next gig? Let's talk about the business behind the business. Sure. Well, if I could just start by saying we intentionally took a different route in our business. I know a lot of musicians who would go all out 
would not go to college and just go all out for it, but we did go to college, and Andrew actually just graduated. Andrew, you want to tell him a little bit about that? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I went to Providence College, and, I mean, me and Matt's plan was, um, you know, we, we, we had two routes that we had to choose. We, we could have either hit the road uh, when we thought we were ready and, and not finished with, the you know, the, the further education, or we could have finished and got our degrees. And we, we chose to get our degrees because we really, you know, as a band, you, you need to run your own business these days. There's no one that's really going to back you until you've made it already. And, um, you know, we realized that we need to make money and, and support ourselves as a band. And I think the best way we figured to do that is um, to get a higher-paying job by getting a degree first and uh, then funding the band. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a different way than a lot of people do it. But, um, you know, we figured that was the best route to uh, try to secure ourselves with uh, and, some cash to fund the band. And through that, we were able to record our these EPs that you're hearing and also our upcoming album, um, which we're, we're calling Baby Steps, and we just actually released the first CD, the first uh, single, and it's called Straight Face. And the music video is on YouTube, and we worked really hard on it. And um, you know, through this kind of different path, we were able to um, really book out some good studio time and put ourselves to the test to make some albums that we were really happy with. Plus, you also learned some of the, how would we say, the book smarts relative to the music as well, you know, because, you know, you can, sure. take, a look at, you can take a look at the Rolling Stones, and, you know, those guys still haven't figured out how to play music yet, and they still, you know, they, they can barely sing and barely dance, but they've kind of made it over 60 years, right? But the reality <laughs> is, is that there's not too many Rolling Stones that are going to be coming out. Now it's much more professional, much more, um, if you will, polished, and the stuff that you guys produced, I mean... The stuff that you guys produced as young gentlemen, you, you usually don't see that unless you're coming from a huge record album. So that the material that you've polished up as a result of your formal education has inevitably helped and obviously will serve you, you know, later on in the future. So did you go to the same college or did you kind of separate for a while? No, Matt went to uh, Loyola in Maryland. Um, and uh, I, I went to, like I said, Providence College. So we, we were separated by a couple states. You know, he was in Maryland, I was in Rhode Island. But, um, you know, we used a lot of technology to keep the songwriting process going, a lot of Skype, you know, Facebook, texting. So uh, it, it was funny having a band, you know, from a couple states away. Right, and let's talk a little bit about that because the technology has ever changed, even though you guys are still relatively young, even in your lifetime, you're probably a applying some of the technology today that didn't exist when you first got started. So you have to learn the technology, you have to adapt to it in a competitive environment. What are some of the things that you use? Like, what do you do, to sit there on Skype with webcams and start singing to each other, or what do you do? <laughs> the main thing that we use that's new, I guess, when we when we started, they didn't have it. Um, on the iPhones and all the smartphones, you, you do the voice notes. You know, I'm sure you have them, too. Um, but we always have our guitar on us, and when we have a new song idea, this thing comes in huge hand, you know, it's very handy, because we could just record the voice note right there and have the song idea recorded, and we won't forget it. Who wrote the last song that we just played? Uh, for Bad Karma, it was funny, because Matt had a whole song idea, and it was it was called Bad Karma, and he played me the whole song, and I, I stopped him. I said, I love the chorus, but I, I really don't like the verse. I, I really, I'm, I'm not feeling that. So he said, "Okay, so give me something better." And it's funny because we're very blunt with each other like that. Being brothers, we don't let things slide. So he said, 
you know, putting me to the test. He said, can you do something better? And I, we sat down, and I made that verse. And uh, we kind of put it together, and then uh, that's how Bad Karma happened, and that's why I'm singing the verse and Matt's singing the chorus. Very nice. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about the business. So you get started, you start playing some gigs, eventually start maybe, uh, are you at the stage where you're starting to play for money? Well, right now, I mean, we would love to be starting to play at colleges um, where we could, uh, you know, get paid playing for different colleges and stuff like that. But um, after those first shows, initially, like we talked to you about, that from 2008 to 2012, we did a lot of bar gigs every year. You know, every weekend we were at different bars all around the place. So we were just heavy into playing for anyone that we could. There was a lot of dive bars where no one was there. And, um, you know, we just did a lot of that. We did some cover gigs so we could make some extra money on the side, but we've always wanted to play our original music and have get actual fans that way rather than be known as a cover band. So we didn't really like doing that that much so we haven't really made a lot of money up to this point just through performing but of course uh, we're hoping that's just around the corner <laughs> yeah i'm sure it will be with your with the amount of talent that you have every single thing that you do somebody's going to recognize you somebody's going to see you and obviously you're in the place of the world where people have money so you never know where it's going to happen so that's that's the fun part of the journey it's the it's the fun part of the journey which i think is just absolutely wonderful so don i am gonna i can hug the conversation with these guys for a real long time i know you love music as well you do your music festival and things like this would these guys have been would these guys have been an absolute smash hit at your wakarusa thing or what yeah, they would be awesome at Walker Russo. You should definitely try to get into the lineup for next for next year. There's a couple of festivals you guys would really jam at. Um, but Walker Russo is my favorite. It's, it just so happens to be about, um, I don't know, 25 minutes drive from where we are in the Ozarks in Arkansas. And um, of all the festivals that we have vended at all over the world, it's actually our favorite festival. So um, I think you guys would do really well there, and you'd, you'd end up with an awful lot of people following you. Um, and I would love to go ahead and, and, and get you guys hooked up with some contacts over there. Have, have you done the music festival circuit at all, or have you only played uh, here and there when invited to you know competitions and things? We We've done some festivals. We did the Long Island Music Festival just recently and we did um, Montauk Music Festival last year uh, we're playing at the Hudson Music Festival uh, a little bit upstate New York uh, in August um, there's been some festivals but um, we, we'd love to get more festivals um, booked and that would be great Absolutely. if you could uh, we'll contact you after yeah, anything that we can do to help we like to help especially you know um, these guys are. here's the thing I am an amateur vocalist who learned to sing the blues in Kathmandu in Nepal and fell in love with just playing out and really, really enjoyed it. And I didn't, I'd never pursued my musical career like I wanted to and dreams of as a kid. So now on the flip side, you know, with a marketing background and this online radio show and the ability to go ahead and, and find cool talent and, and do, our, do something to be able to support talent and getting out there, it's one of my favorite aspects of what we do. And anything that we can do to help you guys, we would be happy to, both of us. When Peter's got plenty of deep pockets when it comes to his networking capability as well. And right. um, we'll do what we can to, to spread the spread the word about the Como Brothers. And um, I know we have a another song, but Alex hasn't told me what it is. 
Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have it any second. Alex, what's it going to be? Drum roll. We're going to play I Want To. So <laughs> we will be right back after this station identification and the song I Want To by the Como Brothers right now after this. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Mm 
some good music, y'all. I gotta say, <laughs> you guys. So tell us about that song. How did that happen? Um. So that song. That, that was a song I wrote, and it's, this is Andrew. And um, you know, it, it's about trying to reach something that you know is uh, maybe looks unattainable at the moment. But you know, it's it's reaching for something that's beyond yourself at the moment, and it's it's, it's wanting to do more. So it's you know, it's an inspirational song in that sense. Absolutely, fantastic stuff, and uh, and just really good vibes all the way around. So, so you know, I I like to know about some of your favorite stories to tell, and the stuff that you're going to tell your kids, your grandkids, when you're looking back at all of this, and um, you know, give us the most incredible story you've got right now. You know, what was what's your most inspirational, fantastic story about what's been going on for you guys to date? Um, you know, something that was definitely inspirational recently, uh, we, we played a gig at a Live at Five, and that's, that's in Stanford, Connecticut. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty big thing. Every week they have a bunch of bands and big-name acts on Thursdays. And uh, something that was really cool is we, we opened for the Wallflowers, and um, that's with Jacob Dylan. And, uh, you know, and they've been doing it for 25 years. And after I got off the set, it was a 45-minute set, I come down to the side of the stage, and who was there but the Wallflowers bass player? And he listened to the whole thing, and he he talked to me for about five minutes, and he was saying how he really enjoyed the set, and he thought he did a great job. And to hear that someone that's been in it and been doing it for 25 years was pretty cool for me. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, it, it's pretty amazing to meet the people that uh, that have gone before us and have paved the way. And uh, I, I've had some similar experiences with people like mentors and, and motivation and inspiration. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a guy named Les Brown. But um, back in the sure. day, uh, he, he was actually married to Gladys Knight at one point, which I thought was really cool. If you go to lesbrown.com, you'll see him. He was actually raised, he was adopted and raised with a, a, a stepmom, foster mom, who um, had, I guess, 11 or 12 little babies that she took care of. And uh, he was born into a very poor reality. And he was labeled educably mentally retarded. And so he was labeled this. And there was a professor who told him, don't ever let somebody else's opinion of you become your reality. And the guy ends up... Um, like busting his way into radio, becoming a talk show personality, and then becoming a multimillionaire. I mean, the guy has this rags-to-riches story. He he worked his way up all the way through. And I'll never forget, I sent him a letter introducing myself, and he flew me out to meet him and to do some work with him about 15 years ago. And it was truly the most inspirational moment of my career. And so I think that it's like the day that you get to go ahead and sit down with the people who have inspired your work is just, it's a real gift, you know. And um yeah, right? And and so it, it keeps you going for sure during the lean times because back then when he did that for me, I w- it, was, it was lean times. And it really, I think, had a great deal of of, um, of a shift. It had a lot to do with the shift financially for me, and, and it shifted me and supported me into a whole new phase of my career and my reality. I, it was one of those defining moments. And so, you know, seriously, have you guys felt the shift? Start to happen for your career yet, or are you in that are you were in that uh, we're starting to define it and starting to see where we're going? Have you had any really nice big hits? 
I think we know where we want to go. Uh, we we don't think that we're there yet with our career, with the progress that we've made just yet. But I think that we're playing off that with our new album, Baby Steps. And every step that you take, no matter how small, is an important step in the journey. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we we we're not where we want to be, but I don't think uh, I don't think you can can ever be. Uh, Exactly where it's you want to be. It's not a destination, so. right? <laughs> yeah. Sure, it's, it's about the journey sometimes, I guess. Well, it's definitely yeah, about not, the journey, and there's little milestones me. along that journey. So what what's the next goal for you guys? What's the next stop in the station along the way? Well, are, are, do like you have a label? Our... Have you Have you already been picked up by a label? I mean, tell me where you're at in the process. Yeah, I mean, right now we're totally independent. We We do everything ourselves. And, um, you know, we haven't really thought about the label thing. I mean, if it comes, it comes. Um, but what we want to do is develop our our music and our, our talent and uh, just what we can do practicing, develop ourselves to a point where, you know, if, if someone does come to us, then we'll have the leverage to say, this is who we are. Uh, we have fans to, to show you and to prove it. And, um, you know, this is who we're going to continue to be. And whether they help our career or or not, at that point we'll have to decide. But um, right now we're happy with what we're doing, and our next step is just to release our upcoming debut full-length album, which is our first full-length album. And, yeah, we're really happy with how it's come out. Uh, We're going to be putting the one song, Bad Karma, and 11 new songs on it. And when's that due for release? We're going to be releasing that. I'm, I, I'm, I want it to get out as soon as possible, but we're just saving a little bit more money to print the CDs and um, that type of thing because we, we really invested everything we have to make make the actual music and book the studio time and that stuff. But uh, probably late August, I would say, or early September. It's not too Very far Very cool. Yeah, you know, we were we were all powwowing about all of these things like Kickstarter and and all of these different projects and and what somebody could do, you know, and 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 I was talking about recently, you know, what could we do for musicians? You know, it seems that you know, there's so much good music. You can go ahead and get lost on YouTube and uh and actually I just took on the role of chief marketing officer for a company that does video. And we were like, what can we do to help the content providers? So, you know, every time I hear of struggling musicians who are as talented as yourself and Rachel Fields and, and uh, you know, I just want to do something. Like, what can we do to help you guys get the word out about your music and to help you get, you know, the backing out there? Because really, you know, if people are pre-purchasing your CDs, then you can go ahead and, and create the next one, right? Sure. Yeah, so so we'll have to we'll have to keep in touch with you guys along the way. We're we're always trying to figure out what we can do to help entrepreneurs and and um and so many good musicians are out there with the same exact thing like how am I going to get this, you know, stamped onto a CD and get it out to as many people as possible. That would be great. So, and you know um, what? Speaking of that upcoming full-length album, I'm not sure if yes. it's too late or not, but I forwarded you just now I emailed Jeff the um the first single off of that album and it's our it's a newly recorded song that we pretty much only sent to one other person so it would be an exclusive listen if you wanted to play that as the last song tonight okay so let me do this we need you to send it to um alex give me what email address for them to send it to or did you send it to the dash radio at gmail.com 
I... If that's where you sent it to, then Alice can see if you can get it and get it up there before the end of the show. Okay. The dash radio at gmail.com. That's the one. And we'll see if we can pull this off. You know, this is going to be sure. like how fast can Superman change in the phone Yeah, booth. yeah, it's no problem. It's not. <laughs> Uh, but that would be super cool. And and if you guys have uh, if you have the desire to do that, we could also um, put it on the end of this show, and we can go ahead and and make sure that it plays at the very end of the show on the recording, so the archive will at least have it, and uh, people will have to go ahead and and listen to the recorded version of the show to hear it. We have magical ways of making things happen. <laughs> And in that the meantime, um, because you're in the middle of doing that, and we've kind of just chit-chatted for a minute, we're going to take sure. our break just a couple seconds early, let you get that done, and we're going to listen to the song Parachute right after station identification. We'll be right back here at the Dash. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. If there's a moment I can take Giving it
And we are back with the Dash Radio, and I am Dawn Wright DeBronze. We've got Peter Mingles, and we are here with Mark and Andrew, the Como Brothers. And uh, Matt if you and would Andrew. like to go, Matt and Andrew, what did I say? Mark, Mark. Mark, sorry. I'm sorry. No problem Matt, at all. Matt no and Andrew, I apologize. And, uh, and these guys are the bomb, and, and you've been listening to their music, and, uh, you know, I want to know what your plans are for the future, guys. I mean, where where do you guys live right now? Are you still in New York? Are you in Jersey? Yeah, we live on Long in Long Island, New York. In Long Island, mm-hmm. okay. So, all right, all right. And and are you planning on staying in the area? Are you guys moving out west? I mean, what are, what are you looking to do? We'd love to tour after we get the album out there. And, um, you know, once that's fully released, we'd love to go on a tour of both colleges, schools, or um, other festivals. Um, I think getting out there and playing live is really the next step. Absolutely. And, um, you know, do you have, do you, do you travel with a full band? And do you guys have, uh, how many people are in your band? Right now we have a five-piece band. And mm-hmm. uh, so we got the drums, the keyboard. Um, we have our actually our neighborhood friends who we've known since we were two years old, basically, as our keyboardists. Um, awesome. We have Andrew's college roommate, John O'Keefe, as a percussionist slash she's a great harmony uh, harmony guy and a singer. So we're close and, with and, him as and, well. And you got to give your keyboardist names because just best friends since since second grade doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Tim Costello is his name. Okay. (laughs) So he's been a long-time friend um, who we've always played music with. And then also we have Justin Scheidling on the drums. Awesome, awesome. And so everybody's up for it? Everybody wants to go hit the road? I think everyone's down for it. And uh, I guess the average age... The drummer is 19 years old. He's the youngest. I'm 24. I'm the oldest. And then we got some 21s and 22s in the middle. That's just awesome. And are you guys plugged into the college circuit? Or, you know, have you have you started collecting for, for this college tour you want to proceed with? We haven't really started it yet. We're applying to the college organizations um, to get in to, to start booking shows with the different colleges. Outstanding. And so <clears throat> now on your Facebook following, following, are you guys, have you done any Facebook advertising or social media advertising, or is everything that you've got so far completely by word of mouth? We did a little bit when we started the page, and, you know, sometimes we'll promote the post because I think Facebook doesn't really work as it used to where everyone sees your posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. The usefulness, I guess, of Facebook has decreased in our eyes compared to Twitter, which we use very often, and we actually like it a little bit better because we feel it's more transparent with the people that we're talking to. But um, we did use a little bit of Facebook ads in the beginning, but most of it has been just through shows and people following us afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I, I tend to agree. You know, there's there's just been a whole lot of how is Facebook going to go ahead and and uh, and monetize Facebook 
and it's kind of really decreased in that organic uh, reality that everybody really fell in love with, I think. You know, um, a- Axel, who is actually Alex, he's my <clears throat> he's my husband and partner, and he's a partner of ours on The Dash. And uh, he started on Facebook when it was just college students. You know, you had to actually have a student ID to even be allowed on Facebook. And, and where it's gone, you know, everything has its life cycle and what it evolves to and from and and, um, you know, just like MySpace back in the day, I mean, you were nobody if you were a band and you weren't, didn't have a MySpace. And, and now people go, what, MySpace? I've never heard of it. So, right. <laughs> it's, you know, everything's evolving. And I think you're right about, you know, the organic nature of being able to reach out to your people and, and grow them up on Twitter is, uh, for, for some things is, is way better. Um, you know, Alex is a social media guy, and uh, I've, I'm in network marketing, so we're all about – you know, word of mouth and how to get it to carry you to the next level because, um, interestingly, you know, you've got all of this, the ability to go ahead and reach out to people if you've got lots and lots of money. But when it comes right down to it, you know, the networking and the social side of things is is where, you know, all great ideas get started. So, you know, that's why we do what we do here at The Dash and, and hopefully we'll be able to take you guys a little bit further on your journey. Um, you know, what are your plans for marketing and selling the CD? You know, on the business side of things. Well, I mean, that's something that we really need to think about. To be honest, I mean, we want to, like I said, tour and play a lot of shows, and hopefully sell CDs through that nature. I mean, in the past, we've always just been like, oh, free CD night, and giving them all away because we want to, we want to get out there, and. Um, you know, we want people to hear the music, and if some people are unwilling to buy it, we'll just we used to just give them the CDs. But I think now we want to these upcoming albums. We want to sell the CD, and um, I guess web blogs, um, those have web web blogs, web, web reviews, those type of things we want to get onto. Um, but we're really just thinking of ideas. I mean, if you have any suggestions, also. Oh, absolutely, and I think we need to go ahead and immediately put your music right into the Dash store and go ahead and, and start pimping you guys out because you got some great stuff, and we have people who love music attached to us. So um, we would love to do something like that. We actually had a really exciting opportunity to um, be part of a movie launch, and it was an online movie launch, and, and the guys from Sirius uh, was the name of the movie, and uh, it was all about uh, extraterrestrials, and and uh, it was pretty cool. It was a really cool adventure with those guys. So when you guys are mm-hmm. going to go ahead and launch your album, we will go ahead and do an entire week all about the Como Brothers and and work with you guys to get to get that out there as well. And if you've got some stuff that we can go ahead and, and put up on our site even now, we would love to go ahead oh, and... Oh, we'd, and we'd love that. Absolutely. That would be awesome. So make sure you get it on over to Jeff because um, Alex is still waiting and we have not received anything at the Dash Radio at Gmail from you right now. So okay. we're not going to be able to get the song up no before the end of the show. But I definitely want to attach it at the end of the show because if we don't, people are going to be utterly disappointed listening um, about this. <laughs> about sure. This song, well, so. anyone listening, we just released the music video for that song I talked about, and it's called Straight Face. And if you look it up on YouTube, you can find it that way too. Okay, so it's called Straight Face. Yes. F A C E. F F A C E. Yep. 
Okay, Straight Face. And there's a music video on YouTube. We will have that video on the Dash Radio wrapped in your article for sure so that nobody feels disappointed. <laughs> oh, great. After we... Okay, perfect. All right, so we've got about three or four minutes left before we're going to play your last song. And or Alex, do we have another song? Or was that our three? No, that was our three. Okay, so we've got about three or four minutes to have a conversation about anything. What do you want these people to go ahead and uh, and remember you by right now? Well, the Como Brothers Band, just as an entity, we're we're songwriters, and we want we want you guys to take away that um, we're really into organic music. We play our own instruments, we practice hard, and you know, just the integrity of a good song is what we're about. And hopefully we'll inspire eventually younger kids to do the same. I mean, um, that, that that's kind of the main message about who we are. And uh, we really take songwriting seriously. It's a lot of fun at the same time, but we also think it's an art. And mm-hmm. we take it, um, we take we treat it like that. Absolutely. Peter Mingles, did you fall off the planet? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm listening. These guys are great. Excellent. I, I see great things I see the great things for these young gentlemen. It's kind I of fun. It's kind of fun to hear, you know, nice young men, because I remember what my attitude was like when I was at that age. You know, I was young, kind of like learning the world the first time, um, aggressively going after it. They are in store for the best times of their lives, you know, most likely. So I'm very envious about the wonderful opportunity that they have. And some tips. Huh. It really, you want if to you be really think about it, and with, with oh, a drum in your hand right now. Yeah, so you please, making music videos with pretty girls. I mean, come on. Like, like what else would it's you? Good what time. else would you want? Yeah. So these guys are in the right place at the right time. They'll figure out the marketing things. But just as a couple of tips for for you guys, you are so good. All you really have to do is ask. Anytime you mm-hmm. do a show, just ask your audience. If you guys have a place for us to play. You know, here's our business card. Find us on the site. Put up a form on your website. The business will find you. I mean, you That's really great. are that good and that talented. Next is I respect and love the idea that it's clean music. I mean, I could actually have this blaring out in the background as I'm getting gasoline on, you know, at the, at the gasoline station where a kid would be blaring your stuff and my toes would be tapping as opposed to hiding the ears of the, you know, the young children as somebody's doing the rap music and cursing all over the place. So it's good, yeah. clean, hard work and music. So you guys are doing all the right things. We had a guest speaker, John Ojaka. Do you remember John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was awesome. John Ojaka is a guy that can kind of teach you how to, like, get your foot in the door and get some stuff going. We did the show with Rachel Fields. Dawn helped do the um, the uh, the home show, if you will. They did a house party, which was really mm-hmm. kind of a unique. Party. I was going to suggest you can come on down to Cashland Guard. We will fill we have a stage here. We've got a great poolside stage and and uh, an outdoor bar and kitchen. We go ahead and we host home concerts here, and it's quite the it's quite the venue. So you are invited to Arkansas. That much that I can tell great. you right now. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So my tips to these guys is just go out there and show as many people as you can how talented you are, and then ask for their help. There are so many people, like Amanda Palmer, who did the Kickstarter thing with the, uh, you know, the uh, had her fans help support her. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of talent. There's plenty of people out there that'll just eat the stuff that you guys do alive because you're really good and you're very talented. And I wish you the best of the best. You got a great 
you know, a great bunch of young men here. Hopefully you stay friends with your, your people, you keep your thing in perspective, and you just have a blast. The next couple of years of your life are going to be some of the best you've ever experienced. So hopefully, you know, with, with God's grace, you guys will just do fine. And we love Thank your you very much. You're welcome. Absolutely. Really, Godspeed to you both and get in touch, and we will definitely be out there um, telling our story about the Como Brothers Band and watching you guys and uh, seeing what we can do to help in any way. So that's it. One more, yes. Spin the first one again. We don't have one more. These are the ones, one set of artists are like, ah. Do the the one they did first. That was such a great song. Okay, all right. We're going to end it with Bad Karma, Alex. That's what we're going to do. We're going (laughs) to listen to it again. Have a great evening, you guys. Good luck with your career, and we will be talking to you soon. Thanks, Thanks everybody, for for listening to the desk. You're welcome. Absolutely. Bye-bye.